The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. This is a story we've been talking about for the last 25 years in this country. And it never gets better. We have had a procession of ministers saying they were going to solve it, going back as far as uh, Mary Harney when she was Minister for Health. 693 people were waiting for a bed in an Irish hospital today. They had been admitted. They were deemed sick enough that they needed to be in hospital, but they hadn't gotten a bed yet. Uh, University Hospital Limerick, unsurprisingly, the worst affected, 94 in trolleys in their ED, 71 in Cork University Hospital. And it is a problem that is just going to get worse. And we speak to Stephen McMahon of the Irish Patients Association in just a minute, but Sinn Féin's health spokesperson is David Cullinan. David, I wanted to go to you first because you're part of the world in Waterford. Um, I, I don't know what you're doing down there, but uh, Niamh Griffin, the health correspondent of the Examiner, reported this morning that University Hospital Waterford hasn't had a patient on a trolley waiting admission since March of 2020. What's happening down there that is going so well? Yeah, it's over a a thousand days since uh, a patient was on a trolley in University Hospital Waterford. It goes back to COVID in in, in the first instance. And I spoke to hospital management last week and they talked about additional capacity that came as a consequence of COVID. So we got 120 additional single isolation room beds, which makes a big difference when you have a surge of viruses, whether it's COVID or the flu, and you can separate patients who are COVID and non-COVID or patients who have a flu or a virus from people who don't. So that was the first thing. There was additional staff that came on stream. But essentially what she says was the goal of us was the teamwork of the hospital consultants working with nurses, working with healthcare assistants, having a plan for each patient as soon as they arrived at the front door of the hospital, having a discharge plan in place and having a strong connection with the community because A lot of the problems that happen in the emergency department are in the first instance because we have a surge in demand. And I want to recognise that there is a real crisis in our hospitals at the moment. And yes, a big part of it is capacity, but it's also because we have a surge of demand because of COVID, because of flu and respiratory illnesses. And that obviously is is putting huge pressures and huge Mm. strains on our health service. But but Uh, my question, David, if they're doing it it right in Waterford, um, and let's face it, Waterford is in no way unique, Why can't they replicate that in Cork and Limerick? Dublin is different, uh, even though there are many problems in Dublin, but where you've got one major acute hospital in a particular region, uh, such as Waterford, why can't Cork, Limerick, Galway, why can't they just mirror what's happening there and and, and reduce their numbers on trolleys? I've been asking the same question for, for the last number of months because I was going to make the point as well. It's not just what happens in the hospital. You have to look at what's driving what's happening in the emergency departments. And we have people who are not getting the right care in the right place at the right time. So we have real capacity, a real lack of capacity in, in general practice. We have a lack of GPs in some parts of the country. Out of our services, it's collapsing and is almost non-existent in, in some of those areas. And that puts extra and additional pressure on our hospitals. If you don't have the step-down beds, the recovery beds, you can't discharge patients into the community where it's better for them rather than taking up beds in hospitals. And what Waterford has done is there has been a very good relationship, teamwork within the hospital itself, but also teamwork with community services. And that, for me, is the model for, for, for all hospitals. But okay. it's not perfect in Waterford either because the, uh, the some of the words for day cases are also being used to make sure that people who are not on trolleys and are actually using the space that should be used for elective procedures uh, that are cancelled because of the demand that's on the hospital. So I know talking to hospital management yesterday, 
there's very high presentations with flu and COVID putting huge pressures on Waterford as well. So it, it's not perfect. It has its challenges. But, but the, I think the it, challenges are certainly less. Better, the, better use yeah. of the resources, Johnson, I would say. It sounds like very much like a, a people solution to a people problem. I'll come back to you in a minute, David. But Stephen McMahon, again, we've been talking about this for 20, 25 years at this point. Um, you have been campaigning on behalf of the Irish Patients Association during all of that time. Are you more disheartened now than ever? Very, to be honest with you, Jonathan. I mean, each year we hear of a winter plan and a winter crisis. And, you know, when you know that you can anticipate demands to a relatively good idea, knowing the kind of illnesses that are out there, the kind of age groups that you have, the different demographics in different areas of the country and so on and so forth. Like these are basic things that, um, that, are, that are known knowns, if you know what I mean. And just to give your listeners a, a, an opportunity to see how serious the problem it is, um, this afternoon, we ran some figures for you for, for, for your program uh, on the first 20 days of 2021 in December versus the same period in December 22. And mindful that we don't have any paid staff, uh, this is done on, on a voluntary basis for, for, for you. But basically, uh, the, the numbers on trolleys have gone up 47 percent. Uh, this month versus the same period last year. And as you pointed out there, you've got uh, Limerick. Um, is, the, is the most overcrowded, followed by Cork, Galway, Letterkenny and St. Vincent's Hospital. Now, the point I'd like to make about it is that the, the numbers are showing us that there are some significant increases that are huge challenges that must be there on a local basis. For example, uh, Cork University almost has doubled what they had last year. They're almost just at a 1,000 uh, patients on trolleys this month. Um, University College uh, Galway almost again uh, is, is in the region of about three times and, and you know there are many of those large hospitals right through the whole piece there that are showing very very significant increases and you do you, you know the question is and we have been raising it for years is the fact that we have some hospitals for example the, the one we would use is Bowman's Hospital in Dublin where they had nobody on trolleys during the last winter period 2021-22 uh, 20, 20, uh, and you know they now this week or this month they seem to have um, uh, they've 78 trolleys or patients on trolleys this month and we have to understand because they've been getting it so right for so long I'd be interested to hear you know what has happened that there's been that bit of slippage Okay can we just go back to David Cullinan briefly? David, um, what Slongicare is trying to do is, is instead of a centralised system, you have got some responsibility back at, at a local level. I mean, I'd love to hear people coming in to explain to councils or, you know, to, to do what happened in the days of the health board gone by. Well, why, why is CUH so bad? Why is University Hospital Limerick not able to deal with this? If it's a people issue, it's also an accountability issue. I think it's a combination of issues. Yes, it's accountability. It might be a people issue at management level in some of those hospitals. It's also capacity. And what Slontacare promised, and hopefully what we will see next year, is the amalgamation of the community health organisations and the hospital groups and essentially have a single tier of management that can then make decisions across all facets of healthcare. Because if you take a step back from the emergency departments, as I said, it's in part driven by an increase in demand because of the viruses which are out there. It's also capacity constraints in the hospitals. So some hospitals don't have enough beds, surgical theatre capacity, diagnostic capacity, which can slow up patient flow through hospitals. But then if you step outside of the hospitals and you don't have GP capacity, if you don't have community uh, care, if you don't have step-down beds and recovery beds, 
what ends up happening is everything is funneled through your emergency departments. And when your emergency departments are clogging up and are at crisis point, it's a symptom of a lot of things happening at the same time. And it's, okay. it's a perfect storm. So I would okay. hope that that integrated model of care and Waterford has, has done it by accident and through good management. And I think that's a model that now needs to be looked at to better integrate the system. But then we can't ignore the fact that some hospitals have very uh, uh, large capacity problems which need to be addressed as well. And, and we've talked how many times about uh, step-down hospitals and we've talked so many times about um, hospitals where they're going to carry out uh, non-procedural uh, work as opposed to emergencies. Yet yeah, here we are still talking about it. David Cullinan and Steve McMahon, thank you very much for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.